Welcome, fellow adventurers, to Dead Before It Started, Bald and Bearded Chronicles. Grab your dice bags and ready your imaginations because we're about to embark on a journey through the wild, wacky, and wonderfully disastrous world of D&D. I'm Michael, the one with the imposing bald head, beard, and glasses, and alongside me is the ever-wise, bald, and bearded Matt. Greetings, listeners. Our combined years of DMing have gifted us with tales that are too good not to share. We have celebrated the missteps, the critical fails, and those characters who have left the tavern but never quite the starting village. <laughs> That's right. Whether it's a campaign that met its untimely demise or a character whose dreams were dashed by a well-placed banana peel, we're diving into the moments that were dead before they started. But it's not all doom and gloom. We'll also explore the gems hidden within the chaos, those unforgettable NPCs who stole the show, unexpected alliances that save the day, and the camaraderie that keeps us rolling those dice. So join us every week as we roll the dice of destiny and share stories that make you laugh, make you cringe, or even inspire your next adventure. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere you get your podcast fix so you never miss an episode of Dead Before It Started, Bald and Bearded Chronicles. Welcome to episode number eight. I'm joined a lovely co-host, Matt. Can I talk now? Oh, you can. Yeah, oh, you can talk. Yeah, I, you I, yelled I, at me last time for <laughs> talking too soon. <laughs> I did. I wasn't going to say anything. I was just going to let you Hi, go. Hi, everybody. It's Matt. I'm here. <laughs> he is here. So t- t- in today's episode, we're going to do something extremely magical here. We're going to dive deep into Dungeons and, da- Dra- Dungeons and Dragons. Man, I am. My wow. words are everywhere today. You have a and d podcast, right? <laughs> yes, I do. But it's going to be with a twist today. Ooh. We're going to explore and explore how to incorporate chat GPT into your DM toolkit. You're going to put stinking AI in my game? Hell yeah, I am. I already have. Spoil so. soil, even. This great, great game. This um, tabletop, extraordinarily fantastic. This is what everybody else is saying and right here. Mm. For me, yeah, that's a great idea. And this is what, this is literally what you're doing. You, you dang whippersnappers <laughs> and your your computers and your iPads. You're dating yourself. How old are you now? You just had your birthday. How old I'm, are you? I'm younger than you. 33. I know that's <laughs> the thing. You're, you're younger than me, but you're the old whippersnapper. All right. So we're going to talk about ChatGPT a little bit. So we're going to talk about the power of ChatGPT. And if you don't know, right, those of you listening, yeah. some of you were born under a rock and they still live under a rock. Um, are fun sometimes, though. They, they are like Put you know, in your pocket, you, yeah. take them home to mom, be like, hey, you mom, know, you could be Patrick the Star, too. Oh, yeah, you know? <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's an AI language model that can generate human like text based on prompts it receives, and that that power is huge because ChatGPT or like D&D even is all text based, yeah, everything's like, and when I say text based, like there's imagination, there's ideas, right? And as yeah, a lot of it comes from books. Right? Yeah, there's not a lot of visual. No, you don't even saying? need like. I mean, a lot of people like maps and they like yeah figurines. Those things players don't need create that. to yeah. make it more immersive, I guess. Mm-hmm. Right. So you know that that power is huge because now it's it's like a person. Mm-hmm. It takes in all the it's and I'm, I'll say this: it's taken in every piece of information that's out there, which includes every D and D book ever made. Because that information is nice. out there somewhere, right? Yeah. So it can mimic similar things as you would see in a D&D book or an adventure yeah. book or something, right? Of that kind nature. Of novel, really. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah. Like a graphic yeah, you novel. Get, you can get a great D&D story from a sci-fi book or a fantasy oh, yeah. book, right? Yeah. So, I mean, it doesn't really matter if it's specifically D&D related. It can be yeah. made. 
So that's that's the power that we're going to talk about today as a DM and how you can use that and be successful in DMing or bigger, better yet, decrease the amount of time it takes you to get ready that's for a session. Like. Yeah. And you were dogging this about five minutes ago before we started this episode. Yeah, you know. I don't know. I just like to complain. You know how you it is, always right? complain. And and here's the thing, uh, dear listeners. We the reason we're not talking about our Aquavale campaign with Twig then is uh, we haven't had our session yet. You remember the story about how our podcast got its name? Yes. Yeah. It is dead before <laughs> it started. Right now, um, I'm hope we're hoping that in a week from today, Scheduling we will be having. It, it's only two people scheduling conflict. Three of us are fine, but That's true. two of us are off. And it is what it is. So, well, it sounded like you almost had to cancel too today. Because yeah, I would have made it work. Family, <laughs> I was going to make it work. I was going to figure it out. We were going to have. It didn't matter for me. I was going to okay. figure it out because I power through. I am the DM, and I power through. There you and go. And I'm going to make dedication. it happen. Yes, that's why we're still doing the podcast, even if you know you think we don't have anything to talk about. That's <laughs> true. Just, just saying. All right. You know, so we had lunch today, and we're like, we "What the heck are we going to talk about?" We for had this lunch podcast? too, and we didn't even I'm talk like, about I have our like, podcast. Well, I had one idea. I was like, yeah. I have this spooky idea. Yeah. You know, I had a really cool spooky quest, side quest. Yeah. And he's like, nah, nah, nah. No, we no. I, save that for no, end we're of saving October, it, yes. Which we're I totally agree it. with you. Okay. I think that's All a good right. idea. It's just all is a really cool story I've been sitting <laughs> on for a while, and I really wanted to share it. But He wants to share it right now, and yes. he's just waiting for me to say, yes, do it. And I'm no. going to say, no. No, I agree with you. No. Why do you got to be like that? <laughs> I agree with you. It's going to be a good Halloween Spooky. There we go. Good. Podcast. Yeah. 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 Okay. I'm good with that. All right. Back to where we're back to our <laughs> actual podcast of what we're doing. Um, so integrating this in is as a dungeon master, right? You can integrate this into your games to enhance the player experience. C- can you? That, that's the bigger question. Can you enhance the player experience with ChatGPT? Uh, what are your feelings as a DM? Um, I think you really can because I think. The one thing I've struggled with trying to get my players engaged is me not prepping enough. Okay. Like, not building enough NPC names into the game or mm, building enough. enough NPCs because I didn't think they would go off the rails and <laughs> like go down me? some back alley. Like me? Yeah. <laughs> um, I do that to you every time you know, I get a chance. Or just not building the world that I'm trying to put my players into enough so that they feel immersed in it and feels to them like a real world. So I mm, think fair enough with the AI, it gives me a little more, gives me some more ideas, gives me a good jumping off point at yeah. the very least. Oh yeah. Jumping off point. The thing like going on with what you're talking about is let's say your players do go off the rails and I I've seen this um, where I've even when our, our session zero we had, which I think we'll talk about soon. Um, is I would like you guys would did something. I'm like, oh, okay. Type in the chat GPT really quick, which is my I've used to already create a lot of the NPCs yeah. and a lot. It already has the backstory and the understanding that I put into it. Okay. Um, because it because the best part about chat GPT is if you are writing a chat, you can pull from that chat. It remembers from the chat you're already in, and it'll no. use things oh, really? you've already talked about. So you can take it as a jumping off point. And I've been able to quickly make a side quest or a couple characters or hey make a character they interact with blah 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 and it's just <laughs> yeah. boom right there as quick as I can get it within maybe yeah. 30 seconds right where maybe they think I'm looking in the book to find something for their next right. thing but I'm actually looking on my computer going okay I need to make this oh there it is boom yeah just like that now, I've definitely been in those situations where I've like I've spent a good <clears> afternoon 
preparing for a session and then get into the session and feel like yeah i i didn't spend any time at all like i (laughs) I came unprepared is what i felt like yeah maybe with some ai assistance i can get more things fleshed out in less time Mm -hmm. and or like prepare like an hour before the session instead of for hours yeah. and hours yeah. and hours or a week or whatever it takes. And now with the family, I can spend more time with them. And not- yes, I agree with that. Spend time with your family when you get a chance, obviously. Yeah. But you know, you talked about creating engaging NBCs, right? Um, yeah. Th- this is huge. Chat GPT can create dialogues. Yeah. A backstory, personalities, right? Isn't yeah. that that's kind of cool, right? Yeah. Like y- you can get some really detailed things out, right? So uh, let's just say... That's definitely one of those things that would take me hours to make. Like, I really... If I'm going to sit down and make a character, I'll flesh it out for a good hour or two. But if I can do it faster, that'd be sweet. Okay, if you can hear me typing, I'm literally typing into ChatGPT right now. This is what we just talked about. Like, I just said, create an NPC with a backstory and a personality and it's generating it right now. And it has now taken about less than 30 seconds there. I'd say yes. since I did that, you didn't give it any like specific. Nope. Uh, I didn't. It, it came up with the name. Elowin Thistle Thistledown. Oh, it's actually okay. not a bad name, right? Is a it's halfling a bard with a mysterious past. She grew up in a small, peaceful halfling village nestled in the rolling hills known for its bountiful harvest and jovial feasts. However, Elowin always felt a wanderlust burning within here. This sounds like oh. the Hobbit. <laughs> That's what it sounds like to me, but you know, whatever. At a young age, she discovered an ancient weathered journal hidden away in her family's attic. It the belonged ring. to a legendary bard <laughs> who had roamed the land centuries ago, and it was filled with tales of adventure, lost treasures, and forgotten magic. Elowen's heart swelled with desire to follow in the footsteps of this bardic ancestor. Nice. With her lute in hand and the journal as her guide, she left the village, promising to return with stories to the of to rival those of her ancestor. Over the years, she traveled the world, collecting stories, learning songs, and honoring her bardic talents. She has a free spirit. Definitely feels like a, a full-blown adventure. Maybe not Oh yeah, your simple NPC that's no. working the dock or Oh, yeah. Bartending. And you can do those too, though. But like, yeah. this is huge. But here's the thing. Now, that gives me a jumping-off point of maybe she's just a bard. Yeah. Now, because all of that fell through. Okay. And I have I have jumping off points, or you have different jumping off or points, maybe, right? Well, I was thinking with this one, you could also. I mean, usually in a D and D campaign, your adventures are going to run into other adventurers. Oh yeah, right. The mm-hmm. NPC adventures, the adventures with names in the book, and they're kind of badass and legendary. Yeah. And maybe this is one of those. Maybe it is, and that's the best part. Is as a DM, you get to decide. Yeah, but your party's not the only adventurer in the no, world, right? No, no, no. That'd be silly. That would be very Maybe. silly. <laughs> but at the same time, that's a very engaging NPC with a backstory that you can yeah. now, you don't have to tell everything all at once, but maybe they interact and they ask questions and they get yeah. this backstory throughout time, but you have it to then dole out what you want to dole out. Or if they ask the right questions, you can dole it out, but they don't have to. That's um, true. You know, th- those are you unique have to- information po- pocketed away. Yeah. For and it was- need it. Less than 30 seconds for me to make. And it, yeah. I literally typed in one sentence. I t- I, here's an example. I typed in, um, I typed in create or no, provide an NPC with a backstory and personality. I didn't even have to say D&D. It just did it because it yeah. already knows we're talking about D&D in our, uh, in our podcast. So it was yeah, really quick, your, really easy. Uh, that's your D&D thread, right? Yep. It's one of them. Chat it's thread, it's just, whatever you're doing. It's actually our that? podcast thread that I use oh, to make things okay. and stuff for our podcast, which 
not going to lie. I'm sorry, guys. This podcast is created a lot with, with AI, but that doesn't... We, we do a lot no, off no. the cuff. Come on. Again. We're not just a simulation here. <laughs> you never know. I'm, I'm kidding. I use it to create like our intro and our outro scripts and like, that we changed a little yeah. bit, but like I use it for some things. I don't use it for everything, stuff that's right? kind of standard. Yeah, like our our uh, our dice of destiny, destiny, right? That roll table <laughs> came from ChatGPT, right? Things like that come from it. So we're just a bunch of fake DMs. We, yes, we don't know how to be creative. No, not at all. I, I'm honestly, I don't. I'm not. But I love <laughs> D and D enough that I'm going to use something else and then jump off from that because yeah. why not? So then the next thing is would be ChatGPT can also be your your sidekick when it comes to plot development and quest ideas. Just provide a prompt, and it can generate intriguing storylines and plot twists. Ooh, and plot I've seen this twists. firsthand. I have. In a Rockwell campaign. I'm a... So, and I've seen this firsthand just with our Aquaville campaign. Just okay. creating a couple things for that. and yeah. just you. But again, using the other tool we utilized, right? And had I had some backstory and some ideas. Uh-huh. I put those in, and it threw everything out. Yeah. Like your guys' first heist. The entire heist and all the traps and all the things and everything was created with ChatGPT. Yeah, that's pretty nice. So I know, <laughs> but I, it doesn't tell me where to put them. It doesn't tell me I did, like that. So I did mine. like um, the church. You, you, oh, had yeah. a, you had a church. We had mm-hmm. a church for my character that he was held, held up in. But you yeah. you put it in there and it gave you all the little finer details. Yes. Of, you know, how it looked, the stained glass, the bell, the roof, the the furniture that's inside. Those, those are things I'm... They're so small and so simple. I yes. almost never even you don't think, think about to incorporate them yes. or even bother to incorporate them. Like, yeah, you're just in the yeah. house, you know? I'm yeah. terrible with that. So that was pretty so, nice when you laid that out and just painted this beautiful <laughs> church for us. <laughs> Spoiler, I did that right when you guys said you were going to your lair yeah. or your your place. You said, I'm going to, we're going to this place. I was I, like... Well, why didn't you have that prepared? I didn't have it prepared. (laughs) I typed it as you were saying it, and thirty seconds later, I was able to tell you a little bit more about your church because you told me that. I was like, "Oh, I didn't prepare that." Boom! There it is. It's all fake. (laughs) But there you go. See, there's the. It it was part of their quest of what they were doing, and they said, "Hey, we're doing this." I'm like, "Okay, I didn't. I didn't say I didn't prepare it because I'm not going to be like that." But that's my spoiler. I didn't prepare it. Said, "Hey." Are you trying Give to see me a how, church, blah, how far blah. this uh, AI works? Oh, dude, it's or great. how well this is going to work for you through this campaign? Oh, yes. I'm using it for everything. Yeah. And it's done really well. Like, okay. it, it's not perfect. I've I've had to go, that's not really what my vision was. Uh-huh. So I've had to say, change it. Like, you know how you can add to it? You can say, hey, yeah. I want you to change this. And I say, change this to be like this. Okay. Boom. And and then it updates it. And then I look at it and I go, okay, that's closer. That's better. But I still <laughs> will throw my own things in there. Like, I'm yeah. not using it 100% fully. But it helps a lot so that, you know, the quest ideas and things, which is huge. Um, And we're going to go into this next thing, world building and descriptions. So this kind of goes into what you just talked about, but you can't forget about the world building, right? Got to have that. And vivid landscapes and vivid descriptions of cities, dungeons, and chapels comes out, okay, right? So, and and make your game come to life. And you were talking about how as a team, we don't really really think of those things. Yeah. Chat GPT can, even if you don't, use it for everything you use it for that yeah because yeah a lot of my focus is like what do the quests look like the encounters encounters look like what do the buildings that Mm -hmm. that kind of what yeah the buildings look like (laughs) that they're going to be in right yes the general visual of those buildings but Mm -hmm. 
you know, is there a box full of fireworks in the corner? I don't know. I didn't really think that far yeah. ahead. <laughs> you didn't think that far ahead. But then, you know, sometimes you have to make that up on the fly, but it yeah. would be much faster and quicker if you could do that. Just have your computer out while you're DMing yeah. on your screen. Just go, there it is. Yeah, right. Type, 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 done. Type, 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 done. Right? They don't have to know what you're doing. You just type no, it. You're no. like, okay, I'm yeah. checking out something. Making sure I'm doing what I'm doing what yeah, I want to do or how I want to be. Book, yeah, there's, there's exactly. Book. There's hey. so many. There's so many digital books out there anyway, so it doesn't really matter. I'm not they sweating right now. I'm not panicking. <laughs> you're panicking. <laughs> yes, and as a DM, we do panic and go, "Oh God, they're going in a direction I don't want them to go." But now, <laughs> oh, he rolled a natural one. Oh, I rolled a natural. Or sorry, he rolled a natural twenty. <laughs> oh, I rolled a natural one. Oh, my badass NPC is dead. Yep. Or uh, uh, or uh, they don't see that natural one because you're behind a damn screen. You say, oh, I rolled a, a, a nat no, 20. Oh, come on. Have you ever done cheap. that? You've that never is, done that? No. I have. You're terrible. I have. I've done that. That's what you do as a DM. No, it's not. Yes, that it is. That goes against every... No, it isn't. <laughs> yes, it is. As a DM, you are the, sometimes, you are the ruler. No. <laughs> now, sometimes I'll play a, it. Sometimes I'll play it as a nat one. I'll do on. it. There I'll are rules <laughs> and regulations for a reason. You can't just go, well... Then why do you I have want, a DM screen? I want and the story the to go rolls. my way. So uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, you're killing killing our entire audience with your <laughs> cheating ways. You, no, sir. The integrity, integrity of D and D. Blew it all you. up. I did blow it up. Sorry. Honestly, like I'll play. I'll play that ones every once in a while. I'll do it. But if there's if there's a direction where I don't like, it's a super important NPC that is like essential to the future of the campaign. That NPC is not going away. I can make well, that choice. Put him in the <laughs> in the way of your players, where his life can be threatened. Speaking of, uh, did you did you not uh, did you not go down in our sir. session zero with Twigven? Twigven got wrecked. He did. It was kind of funny. We'll talk I about that. I didn't botch my rules Next. because I didn't want my character to die. Hey, if I would have botched the, if I wouldn't have botched the rules, both of you would have been dead in session zero. Yeah, that's fine. And I botched the rules a little bit because he would have died. Character. Yeah. You not, no, you don't get to make a new character. Remember, use your little rule book. one. You don't get to create another character. You have to play Twig Ben well, all the way out. You have to then resurrect I come him. Come back with. Oh yeah, it's some really, penalties yeah. in. I was hoping you would. I actually zero. hoping you were. Well, so. apparently you. Through your punches. So going into that, right? <laughs> Talking about player choices, DM choices even, player choices, right? One crucial aspect of handling player choices, how can ChatGPT help you to adapt to unexpected player decisions during the game? We've yeah. already talked about this. Everything we've talked about, you can do that. Oh, yeah. And I know you haven't used it, but I have. No. You know, hopefully I'm, you will in the future if you DM some more. No. You'll never use ChatGPT? Stick into the classics. And not AI be and not be prepared for me up. to completely ruin your session. Well, I know your secrets now. Then are you going to plan for every potential just, option I could go with? You know, it doesn't matter. I'm just going <laughs> to roll in that forty. And no, that's you can't roll in forty anyway. So it's fine. Who are you? I'm God. Remember? <laughs> oh, so now, so now is the DM your God well, versus you now? Yeah. <laughs> Game hey, on. hey, but here's the thing, though. I didn't play God with you, though. I did yeah. not. I didn't. Mm. I didn't say I had a better roll than I did. I don't okay. do that. Okay. I only do it like. I only do it if there's like a bad consequence that it ruins the campaign for the future. That's the only time I do it. If there is like, if I get an out one, I'm gonna play that one. You're, as a DM, you're still young, young DM. Yeah. 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 Rule. Don't if you the, the if you got a if you got a character you don't want to die. Mm-hmm. Don't put them in front of the character. 
the oh, character then, players. No, no, no. <laughs> but they, they always go in front of the pair the kit because maybe they need to ask them questions and they don't. Well, you send in a, a messenger, right? You uh, you put something, you put some contingencies in place that aren't you botching okay. roles. Come on, man. Uh, so that's the botching roles is is part of it. So it is what it is. Oh my goodness. Okay. Go. Do you guys hear this? <laughs> oh my hey, god. Hey, hey, this is a this is a family family friendly non explicit you oh. kind of a thing. Did Watch you guys hear this? Yeah, they, they heard it, <laughs> but it's okay. They'll, they'll handle it. So the, the this comes into the next thing of ethical considerations, right? You oh. were you were talking about that, yeah. right? Okay, so we should touch on this a little bit of like it's a great tool, but we have to use it responsibly as a DM, right? Yeah. And make it ensure that there's a fair and enjoyable game for everybody, right? So mm-hmm. you ha- you can't just be a, a novice DM using this and going, oh, I'm just going to use this. It's going to be great. And then you create an AI. MP- yeah, then you create an NPC that nobody can beat. Or you oh. create an NPC, you know, that is too weak or whatever. Like, I mean, you gotta yeah. you have to understand yeah, you what use is your brain sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like again, I use this, but I don't exclusively utilize it. So um but there's a lot of cool things you could do with that, but it's it, you know, make good choices. Yeah. You know, I'm still gonna I'm still gonna, you know, not tell you what my roles are and just do it. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. How yeah. this game works? Everybody rolls with integrity, sir. Yeah, and I do. Uh huh. I got. I, I like. No, I will never. Now this is what I will never do. You ready for this? This comes out. <laughs> I, I'm going to tell you this. Oh my I will god! Never. I will never tell you I got a nat twenty without actually getting a nat twenty. That's ridiculous. That's uh-huh. that's too far. Yeah. I don't never do that because that's ridiculous. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know. Never I'll, done that. I'll take that then. Never done that, I and I never will do that. That's ridiculous, <laughs> right? But like. If there's a situation where you guys are just rolling so well, right? Yeah. I, I might have to like fudge some stuff just to make sure that you know we can make stuff. it through, you, make it through a little bit. You know, you have a more powerful enemy show up: the general, yeah. the the dragon, yeah, yeah, yeah. the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you always have those in, back, in your back pocket? Of course. No, you don't. Yes, I do. Lies. He's a liar. Don't listen to him. He lies. I have a whole book of monsters. Where's yours? I have one too, but I never go. Like, I, I literally monsters? have. Come I, have on. I have Chat GBT for my monsters. Oh, okay. Yeah, how's that working <laughs> out? It works great, actually. <laughs> um, so now um, incorporating Chat GBT. So, you know, how can you smoothly incorporate this without breaking the immersion of the game? Mm. Right, you're in the middle of a game. How yeah. do you use it without it being immersive? Not immersive. I would try to use it as little as possible during the session. Mm-hmm. I because every time, if you're stopping to type in to the oh, yes. the bot, every time the players make a decision, you're gonna be dragging this campaign out. Oh and- yeah, terrible idea, terrible idea. I yeah. totally agree. Which is why I don't do it. Like yeah. I think you guys were having a conversation, and you were talking about going back to your like place, uh-huh. and you guys, you two were having a conversation, and that's when I typed it in. Okay. I didn't type it in right. When you said, "Hey, we're going here," and then there's yeah. a lull, I didn't because it didn't seem like that did it when I did it. Yeah, I but it there was a little lull, but I, I was just waiting for it to tell me. Definitely want to do with. keep doing so. some prep work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but I didn't expect you guys yeah. to go back to your layer, and I was like, "Oh crap!" <laughs> I did not think he's going there. Or yeah. you're like, I should say workshop. You, I say layer, but it's workshop. Right? We, we didn't expect to go go there, <laughs> right? And then yeah. another thing you did, right? You were you were like, "Oh, I have this crossbow. I'm making a plasma pistol," and I was like. That was fun. Bleep myself, man. Like, <laughs> I didn't think about that either. 
and I made a hey, roll table way, for you for skill I'm checks. A tinkering artificer. Oh, I know, but you <laughs> didn't. I didn't know this, so then I typed into ChatGPT really quick. That was two things I did during that session zero, uh-huh. and I got out the skill checks for the rest of the skill checks until you end up hopefully successfully making it. Or what happens if you don't successfully make it? Ooh, there's some things in there. Some some fun. that and that was a cool thing with ChatGPT is. What are you going to do if I accidentally it? obliterate, I atomize my character? Oh, your character is coming back forever and ever. <laughs> Remember, what? you're just going to put the it back together like Mr. The, Manhattan. The background Dr. of Manhattan, your character that you is. don't even know or understand as Twigven uh-huh. yet is the following. Twigven is, the, is older than dirt. Yeah. He's been resurrected about oh. a million times. Wasn't this like top secret in the last episode? Just, it was top secret, but oh. I'm telling you now. Oh my god! Now you know he is. He is extremely. He's like ancient. You know, he's he's from an ancient family. Yeah, he is the ancient family. He's literally he is the lineage. He is the lineage that we nobody ancestor, knows, and maybe and maybe somebody finds Ooh. that out. We don't know. Ooh, what if he has a? He runs into his uh, offspring. Don't spoil anything like, yet. Hey, hey, grandpa, dude. Don't, don't spoil anything. Or you yet. look you do, you look like our uh, great 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 grandpa that we have a <laughs> portrait in our house of. Okay, that's Fair really enough. weird. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, so here's another question that I have here. Um, how can I strike the right balance between my creativity as a DM and the AI suggestions? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm asking uh, you. Yeah, well, that's I know. that. Come on, DM. Come on. Come on. I'm DM. asking you the question. Um, Again, I think it comes down to do some prep work still. Mm-hmm. Use use the AIs to help you out when you're stuck. Like you got that yeah. writer's block and it's just, it, it's not coming to you. You're trying yeah. to fill out the world. You're trying to get those finer details in there. Yeah. I think that's when to That's use when it. you throw it that's in there. When, Don't be like me and just type every time. Ooh, GPT. <laughs> yeah. Mm, yeah. But here's the deal. I mean, at the end of the day, if I wanted to play D&D with an AI bot, I, I could do that on my own, right? True. I, want, I, I show up at the table to roll roll dice with people and yeah, interact. But that's with the best part is maybe they are right? the they are the creativity for you. Yeah. Right. Like I see it as a, for me as a DM and an inexperienced DM. Right. Learning how to be a DM better. Right. Yeah. I I look more organized and a little better yeah. with all those details. Bit, yeah. And you're like, holy crap, those details. Man, those are nice. He's a good DM. <laughs> and and honestly, I'm not a good DM. I'm an okay DM. Yeah. Right. And that that's just the way it is. But I think, I think it's good even when thinking you have, myself is there's there is a balance, yeah. like you said. Like we can't just exclusively go here because there's right. so many other details that you might forget or you might leave out yeah. that players really want and you're not getting it. So, you know, still do prep work, but if you can decrease oh, yeah, it, definitely. why not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you want to shorten it, I, I think this is a good tool for that. And if you're not super creative, but maybe you have some you have some ideas, yeah. you just don't know how to flush flesh them out. Yeah, put them in there, see what spits out, and okay. So here, maybe add your here own. You, go. you ready for this? To it, you know, ready for this? Here we yeah. gonna we're gonna what do that. So ready? So give me flesh out an idea. Like think of like any campaign campaign idea you've ever thought of, or something where you've been stuck, and just give it to me, and we'll okay. I'll see if I can. We'll type and we'll see what we get out. Yeah, yeah. That, I yeah. got you on the spot, yeah. didn't I? Yeah, you did. <laughs> I thought about. A campaign in a while. <laughs> yes. Got him. Got him. Yeah, it's um, all me. 
but we're giving you all of that so you can get it. Oh, I want, I want a world that's kind of steampunky, like everyone lives on these like floating cities, like they're like giant air balloons or hot air balloons that these cities are built on. Mm-hmm. Very steampunky. Mm-hmm. Um, There's, you, let's see, um, you know, the history of the planet is kind of known to the world as to why every all these cities are on balloons and why you can't inhabit, like, the the earth itself, right? Inhabit, so, like, the land. Yeah. Okay. There was some sort of big disaster or something that drove the people into the sky. Okay. There we go. Let's see what it pops out with. Yeah. So I wrote in my prompt for that was a D and D world that is steampunk st- steampunk style. People live in floating cities, quote or like a quotes air balloons, and the history of the planet is known to the world, and you cannot inhabit the land. Some disaster. Don't know okay. what it was. So yeah, the world setting. Here we go. We got the uh, the aether sphere is the world setting. Okay. In the world of the aether sphere, civilization clings to the skies above. And the once vibrant surface of the planet lies shrouded in mystery and peril. Here's yeah. a glimpse into this steampunk inspired skyborn realm. The aerial cities, the people of the eighth sphere, have built their lives in colossal floating cities, each resembling an intricate network of air balloons, mechanical platforms, and steel towers. Nice. These cities drift gracefully through the endless expanse of sky, powered by a combination of steam engines, elemental aether and advanced clockwork mechanisms. The largest and most influential of these cities are like bustling metropolises in the clouds, while smaller ones serve as trade hubs, research outposts, and sanctuaries. Is that what you were thinking? Yeah. In your head? Yeah, yeah, Or is that better than what you were thinking? I think vaguely, <clears throat> yes, it was exactly what I was thinking, but there's more you finer want, details right? and... Yep. Like, so I wasn't starts, thinking right? of, like, smaller cities. Oh, yeah, we weren't like, thinking about that. Yeah, it, yeah. it threw it in there of, like, oh, hey, this is how you can incorporate it. Maybe you don't, but there's a way, right? Yeah. Now, here you go. Ready? There is airship travel. To navigate between cities and explore the sky, the inhabitants of, of the Aether Sphere yeah. have constructed magnificent airships. These grand vessels, powered by Aether engines and propelled by massive propellers, are used for trade, transportation, and adventure. Airship captains, daring and skilled, guide their ships through the sky currents and avoid the ever-present danger of aerial storms. Of course, you got to have specialized captains that mm-hmm. make these, take these routes that yeah. dodge the storms, that dodge the... There's probably bandits. There's got to be bandits, Oh, there has to right? be. Uh, you haven't said that, but you know you can throw it in there. Yeah. Okay, ready for this? The surface catastrophe. Ooh. The history of the atmosphere is one. a tragic tale known to all. Ages ago, a cataclysmic event referred to as the the descent rendered okay. the planet's surface uninhabitable. A terrible combination of arcane experiments gone awry and environmental disasters caused the land masses to crumble and release poisonous mists. The Ooh, skybound survivors magic. witnessed the devastation from above, leaving behind a history that serves as both a reminder and a mystery. The surface remains off limits, veiled in legend and danger. Nice. That's actually pretty good. Yeah. And again, there's a lot there. Oh, but yeah. You can now, there's here's the best part. That you, you can like jump to off of that and say, yeah. add to, you can even go into chat GPT and say, add to the surface catastrophe mm. XYZ that you, are, that you want to incorporate as a DM. Okay. And then it'll even give you more, which is really, really cool. I'm already thinking like 
Okay, ancient magic was involved, mm-hmm. so we had some really high-level wizards in this ancient society, <laughs> and there's probably some like lost spells, lost magic out there. Oh. Some ancient magic that's you know been it's lost brilliant. to the catastrophe. That's not bad. Maybe your players stumble across it. Maybe they find enemies that are empowered with it. Right. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Uh, survival and innovation is what it, it gave me another thing here. So the okay. Aether Sphere, sir, and again, I haven't typed anything new yet. This is yeah. still from the original. So the, the first one. So the Aether Sphere survival depends on innovation. Engineers, inventors, and alchemists are highly respected, constantly developing new technologies to keep the floating cities afloat, provide clean water, and cultivate food in greenhouse domes. The inhabitants have mastered the art of harvesting resources from the sky itself, extracting Aether for energy and crafting intricate clockwork mechanisms. Okay. Kind of unique. Maybe some stores or some, yeah. you know, those are some NPCs you can interact with. Maybe you have an idea. Definitely feels like more of a, like a scientific society now versus mm-hmm. before the catastrophe is yes. very magic or, driven. Maybe or think artificers turned tinkerers now. Yeah. Right. They're all, they're just tinkering. There's no magic mm-hmm. that they use at all because they're scared because of the catastrophe on the ground. Oh yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe magic is like outlawed now. Yes, so we threw that in there. That's kind of cool. Okay, ready for this? Factions and conflict. The floating cities are not without strife. Different factions vie for control of aether-rich sky regions, and political tensions often escalate into aerial battles. You gotta keep pirates. The, the cities afloat, right? Pirates and sky raiders patrol the skies, yep. scavenging from derelict cities and preying on the weak. A governing council of the most influential city leaders attempts to keep the peace, but their efforts are continually tested. That kind of goes into what you were talking about with like sky yeah. raiders and oh, yeah. bandits and I mean, et cetera. Of course. There's been a catastrophe. Governments are okay. shattered. Now, here's an idea for you. Ready for this? This, this yeah. says adventure in the Aether Sphere. Mm-hmm. So this gives you an idea of how where how you want your campaign to go. Player characters in the Aether Sphere can be daring airship captains, sky pirates, oh, yeah. inventors, or explorers seeking to uncover the secrets of the planet's past. The mysteries, the mis- mysteries of the descent the dangers of uncharted sky regions, and the allure of undiscovered technologies await those brave enough to venture beyond the safety of the floating cities. It's a world where adventure soars to new heights and the past and future hang in the balance amid the endless expanse of steampunk skies. Nice. So, I like that. one, did it meet your expectations? I think, yeah. That met your did. expectations. That's pretty good, Definitely. right? So, as a DM, quick, easy, 30 seconds, and it yeah. literally created... Everything you were thinking of, maybe not everything, but yeah, majority but of stuff. I got to get some you history. Go. I got some. Yeah. Now you can go. I built b- a world, build. right? Yeah. And now I put stuff in the world. Yeah. I get some NPCs. I get some quests fleshed out. I, exactly. We're running out of time. I give though. my players choice on what mm-hmm. kind of campaign they want to, to run. Yes. Right? Oh, like, yeah. Do they want to be that. sky pirates? Yes. Do they want to be explorers of the surface yes what is their motivations and how do i incorporate that into my campaign to keep them engaged you could do that and then you could type in one of the players is doing this and you can bring that in part of it right and that's the cool part is you can add those things but i wish we had more time to talk about this because this turned into a much better episode than you probably were anticipating oh yeah i did not no no i I enjoyed this talk we we (laughs) made this chat gbt into a phenomenal episode, oh, yeah. which I think what what I want to do in the next episode will, which I, I'm going to talk to you about this off live, but oh I God, think secrets. we continue this talk and kind of build out this world, but then mm. also do 
you know, our next campaign. thing. Yeah, why not? <laughs> well, I mean, we can build one. Doesn't mean we're going to play it. Oh, you know? gotcha. Maybe it's going to be great. Maybe not. You never know. But true. again, all right. Episode well, thanks, guys. eight for is over. Joining us for another week. Yes. It's been a lot of fun so far. I hope you guys check in next time. And there you have it. Another episode of Dead Before It Started, Bald and Bearded Chronicles, wrapped up in a critical success. Before we ride off into the sunset, don't forget to share your own tales of misadventure and mayhem with us. We'd love to hear about your characters who met their fate before they could say critical fail. Absolutely. Reach out to us on social media, hashtag Dead Before It Started, and let us know your favorite moments from today's episode or any epic fails you've encountered on your own tabletop escapades. And if you've been enjoying our stories of woe and laughter, be sure to leave us a review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Your feedback helps other adventurers discover the podcast and join our ever-growing guild of storytellers. Until next time, dear listeners, may your dice be kinder than a gentle breeze and your campaigns be as legendary as the sagas of old. Farewell, adventurers. Keep those imaginations soaring and those dice rolling. Be sure to join us for the next episode of Dead Before It Started, Bald and Bearded Chronicles.